Hello friends, it's time to drop the needle on another episode of Super Sonic Chat, the music podcast full of debate, jousts and thought experiments, all in the name of entertainment. I'm Adrian Warhope. And I am Leon Leroux. Adrian, as keeper of the questions and crafter of the conundrums, what provocative treats have you planned for us today, sir? This episode is a community service announcement of sorts. Uh, Leon, Indeed, it's very topical this time around. Very topical. Let's cast our minds into the future and, like the good Boy Scouts that we are, let's get prepared. Now, <laughs> you've been in lockdown for the past few weeks. Um, oh, I have, especially, yeah. You have, especially, where you live. And much yep. the world has experienced lockdown and isolation across various parts of the year. Yeah, well, we've been quite fortunate here in Australia. But, uh, yeah, currently we're, and, and into January, we're probably going to be experiencing it quite a bit. So That's right. Now, just in case, Leon, if yep. things go bad, yep. if the pandemic apocalypse is upon us, and if we have if we have the, such an apocalypse that we 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 have only limited access to our various resources, this is a very specific scenario thought experiment that we are going to go. But it's important. We yeah, must yeah, yeah, prepare. Yeah. So we must chat this through and make all necessary preparations. Here is the scenario that I would like to propose: a terrifyingly specific scenario. <laughs> In the future. Wi-Fi is broken, Leon. The internet is down. Oh, man. And we've been told we have to go into a special bunker to isolate until the coast is clear. Yep. Uh, the, the, the special ISO lockdown might go on for 12, 24, 36 months. And Goodness. In this scenario, look, the, the bunker that, that we just happen to be going to just happens to be right near the Triple J radio station library. And the oh. bunker official <laughs> has said to you and I that we can go and grab five CDs to take into the bunker with us, yep. five yep. albums only. Yep. Due to reasons that I can't think of right now, but they are oh, very because, important you know, We've had, you know, all the phones have fried, you know, there's been a virus that's escaped, you know, you know, as well as our virus that we've got in our in people's bodies, there's a virus to technology. That's got to be physical albums and you're only allowed five in five. the bunker. That's, that's it. it. Go and get those five. So, and, and we need to make these preparations now, Leon, to yep. save time on, when those sirens sound. When those sirens yep. sound, on the way to the bunker, we've already chosen these five. We, loot, we, we chuck a chair through the glass doors of Triple J. We, we run in, we, we grab our five albums and we run to the bunker. It's alphabetized. We know exactly what <laughs> we're not flubbing around here. Nah, nah, nah. Inevitable. <laughs> The inevitable specific scenario that we've just described. Just in case this very specific scenario happens, <laughs> this is a community service announcement. You are yeah. most very welcome, dear listener. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So we're going to go with our ISO 5, <laughs> our lockdown 5. That's right. This is our twist right. on the Desert Island Discs. Now, yeah. I mean, you probably talk about the criteria that you've used to select this as we go. But, you know, things that I've used is nostalgia uh, that it's yeah. that it covers a multiplicity of moods and moments. Um, yeah. You'll understand as we elaborate. So, good sir, without further ado, uh, would you like to kick us off? What is the first album Indeed, you're going to I grab? I would. Well, I'm going to actually start with what you've just mentioned, which is the criteria. All right, hit me. All right. I have, have really only one criteria. Well, that's not true. The main criterion is variety. Across the five, you want 
variety across the five on variety right um and and it, it was actually really really hard to pick my my five now this is not my top five albums this is not this is not venturing into the the best five albums that i would necessarily say this is my absolute best it's not even what i'm actually listening to now it's it tends to be ones that are tried and true that i know that could sustain me for an indefinite period of time and my main criterion was was it needs to have variety so the first album that i have chosen is variety embodied oh it incorporates easy listening incorporates some metal incorporates doo-wop incorporates <laughs> surf guitar incorporates jazz indonesian chants and middle eastern influences oh my god what an album what is it what is it only, what is there's only 10 songs on here adrian <laughs> it's it's california by mr bungle as well you know sir yeah and it it is one of the the albums that i that i um, love the most, but it's one that just it's got so much in it, and and it just you can skip through different songs if you're feeling certain into certain moods. If you if you're feeling in the right mood, you can listen to the whole thing. It's it's just a wonderful album that sustains me for a long time. I've listened to this thing for twenty years, I still crank it up and love it. Yeah. So not only does it have variety, but it does hold a special place in your heart. In those oh, moments of terror, as we huddle in our ISO bunker, <laughs> it will bring warmth and delight to you. Plus, it will also annoy the living hell out of all the other bunker residents as well. <laughs> Put your headphones on, Leon. That's what they'll be, that's what they'll be right. yelling at you. That's right. But once my album's finished and we're in the same bunker together, obviously, annoying everybody by talking at them about music for 36 months what's the thing you're going to be cranking on well yeah 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 and you're right these albums that i've selected um they're friends of mine these albums we've known each other we've been through things together they've been there for me um Mm -hmm. i've also really tried to avoid all um sense of pretense like appeals to the classics there's no beatles there's no stones there's Mm. no zeppelin um Mm. and i've tried to not overthink this and think oh what is cool what what this is uh, a true indication of what I would take in with me. So yep. I've always had at ready top five, anytime anyone wants to talk to me over the last 25 years, what are your top five albums of all time? They've mm. been at the ready and they've been the same sort of five or six or really? seven albums. However, for this episode, I actually sat and thought long and hard. Um, and I did some serious oh, nice. reflecting. Yeah. Mm. And I, and I yeah. really enjoyed it. And, and I've noticed that my tastes have changed over the years that yeah. there are albums that are important to me that I wouldn't take in because, yeah. uh, you know, that was then and this is now. Yeah, yeah well, you know, well, there's no metal on my list. Oh, okay. Can um, you believe it? Can you believe okay. it? Well, well yeah. these are the albums that give me joy, that give me excitement and comfort yeah. right now. The first yeah. album is 10 songs, 42 minutes. It is a gateway drug of mine to a broader sonic experience. This is I'm In Your Mind Fuzz by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Yeah, I knew knew that band had to be in there somewhere for you. The last 10 years when I reflect. I mean, really good album. This was the gateway drug that started for me. I listened to Mm. this album and Mm. I always tell people this prolific band that's had 17 albums start here start yep. here 
It's a really good one. The album starts with a click, 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 click of drumsticks. And that yeah. experience is Pavlovian for me. My yeah. I start my mouth starts watering. I'm going, yeah. here we go. But, um, but any any song that starts with a with a what four four count in with the clicking of the drumsticks is pretty I I do like that. Yep, it's, it's, it's unnecessary way. on a recording, right? Hundred percent. Uh, yeah. but they kept it in. It's relentless. It's got a drive. It's got the harmonica of Ambrose. Yeah. It has a suite of four songs that flow into one another, making a four song suite that doesn't stop. Um, yeah, true. It has the flute yeah. on hot water. The yeah, flute. Yeah, it, does too. Yeah. it has the frantic chaos of am I in heaven? It's got guitar riffing and interplay and, um, and then in the in half two, there's lots of space and exploration and extended jams. And the album art is this 80s Commodore 64 yeah. computer game album art. It's a great album. This is not their game. most accomplished album. It is my favorite. It has nostalgia for me and it is still genuinely thrilling um, and exciting for me. It's coming into the bunker. I like it. That's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I did think also long and hard about, or, and about this. And it's funny you should say... The, all of the ones that I have chosen are all comfort albums. Yeah. Right? Because I'm thinking we're in a stressful time in yes. this bunker. We want, we want some something that's going to make us feel like we're, we're not even in there, we're, like we're, we're, we're somewhere else. Yeah. And, and I did try very hard not to choose ones that were, that, that were just, you know, all from the 90s or whatever. Yeah. But, um, but and but in the end, I came back to a lot of those comfort things. Um, but I did choose one of those ones that you said you didn't choose, and this is uh, the the best of of Led Zeppelin Mothership. Yeah, it's just got those fat riffs. It's exciting. I love to sing to it, um, and sing for me. Singing is is a massive comfort. Like being able to just belt out a song, full volume, and annoy my neighbours um, is just. And in the car, I sing. You know, I sing all the time when I'm when I'm just needing a bit. I, of I enjoyed our share house times at the Batch Pad, listening to Leon <laughs> capping beer at midnight, singing. Leon has a beautiful falsetto uh, uh, upper register and is a wonderful thanks, singer. But yeah, I, thanks. I, oh, it would bring me delight here. Leon uh, chiming away in the kitchen, cooking up yeah. some eggnog or whatever the hell he's doing. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, uh, Led yeah. Zeppelin. Oh yeah, my god! Wonderful, and and this is one of the few bands where just blatant, blatant, flaunted guitar solos are absolutely. I think it's perfect. You just list loving guitar solos. Normally, I think, oh, come on, man, so it doesn't fit the song. But in in this band, it absolutely you couldn't do without them. It's just amazing. it's multi-dimensional the way they use the guitar. Then you've got John yep. Paul Jones with the bass and his yep. use on the keyboards as well, um, yep. and and bottom drumming. Um, I, I I don't know what I'd do without without Led Zeppelin, you know they're great they're great yeah so yeah. but look I wouldn't put that on like I wouldn't put it probably even in I wouldn't put it in my top ten yeah but, and you've gone with the the, the multi compilation so you've got all yeah. that you've got everything I, I've cheated a bit no cheating I, and I've got to I got to I, I think it's cheating but it's I I'm, I got to say my number five that I'm going to take which I um I, I really um denied over is also cheating but anyway. <laughs> You've got to game the system. This is why the preparation matters, Leon. So that when you're reaching for a Zeppelin album, you go, I, "I'm going to get Mothership because yeah. I want them all." Mm. 
Yeah, that's right. But there's so many, so many, so many good songs on, on that. Like it's just banger after banger. It's amazing. It is the sound of a megalodon rumbling across a dystopian uh, <laughs> uh, other dimension. That album, 100%. there is something yeah. Jurassic about that record. Absolutely, that band. yeah, yeah. Wow. It's those those riffs give you that sense, hey? sensation of something massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it's, it. It's awesome. All uh, right, man, and so, and and that was a great one to follow the King Giz as well. Yeah, um, so, yeah. We, with all the other people who are who are slowly warming to our musical taste in the bunker, what do you got to play after that? Well, I reckon I'm going to surprise some of the people that know me that listen to this because really? I'm I'm diving away from the albums that you know I've talked I've I've berated you with over the years. This is an album that I don't talk about very much, but really? in the last ten years, it has been a go-to album in many situations: parties, huh. dinners, car trips. Reflection. You can. I've never heard of the band Parties Dinner Car Trip Reflection. <laughs> I'm, I'm dangling, I'm <laughs> dicing with the anticipation. But yeah, let me yeah. just say, this Sorry is an album you can you can party to, you can make yeah. out to this record, Oof. and you can just sit and reflect this album. This is the Sound of Silver by LCD Sound System. You may or may not be I familiar with. Never heard of this. This is James Murphy, who ran the album, the, the label DFA in, in New York. If it's a very New York album, it's early 2000s. Um, yeah. It is a dance, indie dance record. Indie cool. dance record. It makes me move. It is. Man, I um, nearly put something you could not, nearly put something danceable in there too. I, ne- I nearly picked um, Prodigy, but uh, yeah. Oh, dance. Wow. Yeah. Dance, dance is great. Well, this, like, is, this is smart. Getting moving. It, it, yeah. It, this is, you need that like number. I said, yeah, absolutely. But I just love reflecting to this record as well. It has, it is smart. It is very yeah. cool. It's very yeah. danceable and very indie, but it also has these moments of short, dumb songs. There's this song called yeah, cool. Drunk Girls, video, video by Spike Jones, Drunk Girls, Ooh. worth checking out. Um, they're in a studio and a million weird pandas are just um, harassing the singers, <laughs> just slapping them, dressing them up. Wrapping them in tape, strange uh, little side note there, strange video worth checking out, Drunk Girls by LCD Sound System. But the album doesn't take itself too seriously. It loves to poke fun at musical snobbery and and elitism. Um, Let me make a provocative statement. I find it's very self-deprecating, which is not something I find, it's not a common attribute in American artists. Is that fair to say? I don't find American mm. artists are very self-deprecating or like to That's true, I take guess. Mickey out of themselves. Anyway, mm. they, they have a song called North American Scum and it's like, it's, it's <laughs> the chorus is we are North American scum and it's like when they travel to England, everyone thinks they're from England yep. and not nah, yep. just North American scum. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, it's puttering, it's chugging, it's electronica. It breaks out into sort of post-disco um, explosions. It's, it's very New York, I would imagine but it's got depth and feeling and moments of melancholy um, and cheekiness and fun. And Love it. That sounds I'm taking cool. that record in. I'm taking that All record right. in. Well, this one as well that I've got next is one that y- you might not even be familiar with either. Um, it's by a band that I first saw um, on an arts program years ago. They came on and I was like, oh, geez, they've got a band on? Okay, that's weird. Anyway, this band um, I've been listening to now for many many years and, and i always look forward to something that they the next thing that, that they produce but this was the first album that i really 
ate up when I first got into these guys. The band is called Beirut. Oh, I know Beirut. Yeah. 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 And the, the, the album that I really enjoy um, as a comfort album is called The Flying Club Cup. And this is kind of like my chill out band. They're all pretty much all acoustic instruments and horns and some light little drums. But, you know, there's this, as there always is with pretty much anything I listen to, there's a bit of melancholy in there as well. A little bit of sort of uh, soulful melancholy in there. And, um, but uh, it doesn't rely on that. It's just got a little touch in there and it's just generally light sounding, um, very melodic, beautiful songs. Yeah, I don't know a lot about Beirut. What was the album called again? Flying Club Cup. All right. I'm going to check that out. I reckon I've stumbled across them in in playlists and things and, and, you know, never explored, but um, that's a great recommendation. Oh, it is. They've got heaps of albums and their sound has been transforming and changing over the years. Um, And they sort of, you know, derive influences from all over the world, but, um, it's just really kind of as sort of something nostalgic about the sound, but, um, you know, there's a lot, you know, a lot of sort of almost gypsy sort of sounds to it, but it's, um, yeah, it's beautiful. And it just, it's just a really good relax and beautiful melodies and, and not predictable sort of song structures either. Um, All right. there's something immediate and, and live about their sound as well. That sounds warm and 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 wonderful. It is exactly right. Uh, tell me, have you heard have you heard me talk about Kurt Vile and his album Waking on a Pretty Days? I've heard of it. Yes, I have heard you mention it. This is my next record. Uh, He's this also album, quite chilled out too, right? He is. He is. But for um, a name with like Kurt Vile, you would think <laughs> that he's just like the epitome of punk. But you know. Naming that sound episode about band names. He yeah. was one of the guys I said that was born. That is his real name. And he yeah. was just born to be a musician. He's <laughs> not a punk rocker or a destroyer yeah. of worlds or anything. This, this is <laughs> sounds actually, like it though. I know. It's, he used to it play. Sounds, it sounds like an enemy of Flash Gordon or something. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> it's Kurt Vile. Get the stun guns. Yeah, Kurt Vile. Uh, but no, he's Kurt- teamed up with Ming the Merciless. Kurt Vile and Ming the Merciless have come together. <laughs> Quick, get Flash Gordon. It's yeah. true. They're going to rock our worlds. Um, yeah. This is. Um, uh, he used to be in the War on Drugs, which is kind of like a very Bob Dylan um, sounding uh, indie dad rock band who I also love. Um, but yeah. they they split early and he made his own thing. But this is um, a sunny summer evening. This is a breeze through the trees. It's intriguing. It's full of delight and wonder. Um, the opening single is the one that slapped me across the face first time yeah. I heard it. It's, yeah. It goes for like 10 minutes. It's long and lazy. Um, yeah. And it's about the guitar work, his beautiful guitar brave work. brave mood for the first song. The whole album. Well, this is the thing. He has this singular voice, which is like a baritone and a drawl and a relaxed delivery. Mm. It's really cruisy. But he also lets the songs take their time and and allows the songs to become whatever it is they need to become. It's almost like um, he's just he's just writing and not trying to um, contain them into a structure. They've given, they're given time to unravel and drift across space. Like all the songs mm. are five, six, eight, ten minutes long. Um, but it is, it is just, um, it is a wonderful, introspective, um, 
album that I go to a lot. It's one of those ones where if you're, if you're staring at the walls of that concrete bunker, it'll take you somewhere else. Absolutely. It's about the guitar and the drawl and the, the tone and the escapism. Um, you can get the record like for 30 bucks, the, the vinyl for 30 bucks um, out there. It's, it's really, it's a beautiful gatefold. The album art's pretty cool too. But Kurt Vile, Waking on a Pretty Days. Really, mm. really cool. Really well, cool. this next one by me is I would describe as pure beauty and the sense of the sublime in an album with sexy undertones. Oh, it's Vespertine by Björk. Ah, oh, beautiful. It's got lots and lots of beautiful um, uh, choir sounds with really impressive bass and like the, the two things next to each other just create a wonderful juxtaposition that then provides the, the platform for her voice to come through. And this one here is just, you just get lost in it. It's sublime and there's, there's, there's like a celebration of sexuality in there. There's a sense of life and vitality. Um, sort of, you just get the sense of, of um, unleashing feelings of ecstasy and, and, uh, and, and passion. It's just great. Um, but strong at the same time, feelings. That's great. Strong, oh, yeah, strong emotions. It always, always, always provokes strong feelings in me. And um, but it's um, like it just takes you places. And and every song has got this. It takes you on a different journey. And and but at the same time, it's relaxing. You know, like this, your whole being is relaxed, but also your emotions get charged. Great, great oh, ride. That that is a great sentiment. The great point that you've you've touched on there about. Um, you're recharging some of these albums don't take these albums seem like they all give to us some albums take they're brilliant and they but you're exhausted after you listen to them or you're spent when you engage with them but all of these albums seem to be giving uh mine do anyway exactly yeah same here 100 now that you mention it um i mean i think for a lot of people california by mr bungle would feel like it's taking but for me 100 it gives every time and, yeah. and they all do. They, every time I every time I listen to every single one of these albums on my list, I feel like I'm recharged and I'm refreshed, and there's something that I've just I've got from them every time. Yeah, that's good. That's excellent. Great point, man. Yeah, my my fourth album is uh, the the second Australian album on my of my five, um, and this is UMI's album High Fire Way from 1995. Mm, yeah, this is that's the soundtrack. Great album. I bought it with my money from working at Palm Grove Cafe at Erin Affair. <laughs> I used to make like seven bucks an hour and I'd work two and a half yeah. hours and yeah. try and scrimp together a CD. And yeah. uh, this was the soundtrack to my formative years. Um, I regularly yeah. revisit this album now and I'll still be playing this album when I'm old and grey. Um, mm. It's distinctly Australian. Uh, totally. You know, it talks about Glebe Point Bridge, which I, you know, in Glebe yeah. Point Road, I, I, that's my neighbourhood. Um, it's a great guitar album. Um, interestingly, produced by Lee Ronaldo from Sonic Youth. Um, they, what? They, yep, yep. He also did uh, Sound As Ever and the Coprolalia EP, but he, he'd seen what? them in 1993, wanted to produce them. They went to New York after, they were pretty exhausted, I think, um, the band uh, UMI, and they just made this album with sort of half-formed ideas and, and it was quite rushed, but I think the sound of the album is a band that's confident in what they do and they're just cutting loose. Yeah. So, you know, at a time when most bands wanted to be Nirvana, 
these guys wanted to be the kinks and the who. So it's like a 90s indie yeah. rock band yeah, that's a, with, yeah. with classic rock. You know, he, he wanted to do windmill strums and, um, you know, that kind of uh, yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's great stories in the songs of Australiana and of coming yeah. of age that I, I relate to. I find the drumming really both wild and restrained at the same time. Um, uh-huh. And the production's yeah. great. There's some Mellotron. You know, the intro of the song Minor Bird just has this Mellotron, which isn't part of their band, but obviously it was a production choice, which just is is excellent. Um, and they use a lot of some, you know, um, noise and guitar noise and things in solos mm, rather than like just feedback sort of, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Rather than just like guitar wizardry. Um, the singles are great. Purple Sneakers is just the song of the 90s in Australia. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it talks about knitted vests and grey jeans and purple sneakers and <laughs> yeah. you know, grunge in Australia. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's so good. Um, How Much Is Enough is, the, is, an, is a fantastic heartfelt closer and. 90s indie guitar is a sweet spot for me. So, but this isn't just nostalgic; it's refreshing and it's and it's all time for me. You am I hi-fi way. Good one. Well, here this is my this is my last one, and it's it's this is where I, one where I thought oh, I think I'm cheating here, but um, I could ne- I can never go past this album when I want a pick me up, um, and it sounds a bit like a ironic or or, or, or um. Oh yeah, oxymoron. What is Oxymoronic. Yep. Yep. But um, uh, Radiohead's OK Computer. But I'm taking not the original one from t- 1997. I'm taking their 20-year anniversary one from 2017. That is a smart and bold choice, my friend. Yep. Because they've the- got 11 extra songs on there. Ah, oh, you've done right, well. Now, this is now. I at, at one point, like, so it's, I sort of like, yeah, I feel like I'm cheating. But on on the on the other hand. I have listened to all those songs quite a lot, but probably not as much as I'd like to. And being locked up in a in an ISO bunker is going to give me a real good good chance to eat those songs up, digest them, and make get them fully part of me. You know, that is that is uh, that's a great idea. That's that's a really great idea. And that's a great album. And yep. what what are the eleven extras? Do you know? What do you, what else uh, do you get? Off the top of my head. No, I don't that's know. Part that, of, that's part of the that's joy, sort of, though. That's, that's the like, point, right? Got, like, I, I know I, I can sing along to, like, say, the first three of them, and then after that I get all shady because I just, for some reason, I have not really, really fully digested to all of them yet, and got it. I really should have. Yeah. I've nah, had a good listen great. to all of them, but not, not really, not like I should have. It's and in the dystopian, the dystopian world of the pandemic apocalypse <laughs> okay computer seems to ring true right oh 100 yeah it's it's great so um but yeah that's that's sort of part of the reason because selfishly i want to take an like almost like an extra album in yeah but and but um at, at the same time i really should have properly listened to those those songs yeah that makes me think i know that you and my reissued um their albums with with uh uh Deluxe, you know, bonus. Oh, and all yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, take that one in. I'm gonna uh, see what see what I grab out of the Triple J library in my rush to the bunker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it depends what they've hope, got there. Hope that they're not already looted. <laughs> yeah, true, true. true. Um, it brings me to my f- fifth album, and look, this album is uh, special to me. This is Soundgarden's "Bad Motor Finger." There is yes. a time in every. I'm going to say man's young man's life 
Yeah, I would say their 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 fans are predominantly male. Sorry oh, if that's yeah. stereotyping or ge- generalizing. Uh, predominantly, probably. But yeah. speaking from my life, I feel that there is a time in every young man's life when they discover Soundgarden and the yeah. wonder of Soundgarden. The same can yeah. be said for Led Zeppelin. And I yeah, wonder yeah, yeah. what the future. I reckon future they're like band. a '90s version of Led Zeppelin. You know, they are. Without Led Zeppelin, there is no Soundgarden. Yeah, the, the, 100%. the album opens with that one-two punch of Rusty Cage and Outshined. Yeah. Now, Outshined, let me make a bold statement, Leon. Outshined is the greatest and heaviest riff of its generation. Oh, I could just, I could see the cogs turning. Just let that one sit with you. I... Strongly believe Ooh. Outshine is the greatest and heaviest riff of its generation. I Ooh. love it. It is as meaty as a meat axe hitting meat. It is <laughs> solid. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I reckon I could think of some pretty strong contenders that might uh, might argue with that, but it's it's a great riff. I mean, that is a, basically a riff-based band, isn't it? Drop D. The tunings and the guitar wizardry are are key. This is an album of power and chaos, of grinding dirges Mm. and balls-to-the-wall frenetic explosions. It's dark and mysterious. Um, It's a little bit experimental. Uh, It's not just a straight hard rock record. You know, There's the lyrics are often a little bit impenetrable and Chris Cornell was wont to sort of wrap a, you know, an allegory in a, a, you know, mystery and it was dark and dangerous and it was genius. And... That voice, that voice. Yeah, 100%. But if I was to take a Soundgarden album, I'd actually take Super Unknown. Yeah, that is also a valid contender. Bad Motor Finger it is for me. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to think think on that riff statement of yours because it's it's – you say bold statement, mate, it is provoking me. Good. Let that sit with you. You know, the, the, the second half is constantly rewarding on that album. There's, um, yeah. you know, Holy Water, Drawing Flies, My oh, yeah. Riot. All oh, these yeah. songs, are, um, I just keep having new favourites over the years. But, yeah, that's, that's there, true. there it is. There it is. Quick, nice. grab your five albums. Let's go. Remind me yep. from the top, what were your five? Let's let's wrap this uh, my up. Top, my top five were California by Mr. Bungle, Mothership by Led Zeppelin. Flying Club Cup by Beirut, Vespertine by Bjork, and OK Computer, but the OK, not OK, 20-year anniversary edition. Excellent. Mine was King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, I'm In Your Mind Fuzz, LCD Sound System, Sound of Silver, Kurt Vile, Waking on a Pretty Days, You Are My, Hi-Fi Way, and and then I'm reaching for Soundgarden's Bad Motor Finger. Mate, I think we're going to have to make another playlist of this one. This sounds like a great playlist. Go to Spotify or Apple Music now. It will be there. I yeah. promise you. We'll make Love this. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, find some comfort. And I agree. These albums give, they recharge. They um, are like a warm comfort blanket. Uh, and there's a variety across there that, you know, whatever mood we are faced in the, the pandemic apocalypse bunker, We've got it covered with these five records each. I'm going to come and hang with you because I want to hear your five as well, actually. Yeah, jump on social media and tell us what your five, your ISO five are. Yeah, hit us up on the socials, Facebook, Instagram. We want to hear your top five ISO five albums bringing you joy and comfort in the pandemic apocalypse. Yeah, our Uh, handle is supersonic chat, wherever you're at. And and, uh, 
If you've got a couple of minutes, give us a solid gold five-star rating on Apple Podcasts if you can, because it helps to get our visibility out there. Um, take a couple of minutes. And, um, and yeah, if you like what you hear, rate us. And hit us up with, a, with an email, supersonicchat at gmail.com. And until next time, this has been the first episode of season two of Supersonic Chat. Thank you, Leon. Thank you, listeners. Mm-hmm.